You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 396 for August 18th, 2022. This week we talk about Heartstopper, games we're playing, after death wishes, PC rescue tools, media that influenced us, and recurring dreams. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. The train has left the station. Choo-choo. Girl, the train. Do you, I feel like I have been clenching my jaw for like four years straight. I thought you were going to say you were cl- clenching, clenching something else. Because that's clenching me. Clenching my hole around been, a pole. Oof. I've been clenching my ass just to prevent Mount Vesuvius for about, I don't know, 23 years. Um. Anyway. How's your jaw? What are you, what are you clenching about? Well, I started doing this thing. I've actually had less headaches. I do have a I have a mild tension headache today. I think it was unavoidable. I think for some reason I have been clenching my jaw for like the past week mm. and it's, you know, made my head hurt. Um, but I get the um the headaches that start in the neck, in the back of my neck, base of my skull. Ooh. And I've been doing this physical therapy move and it's actually helped a lot. You look ridiculous doing it because you have to like smash your chin into your neck and like look straight ahead. And I do that for like, you do it for like two minutes or something. Ask your doctor before you do it. Like, don't just do this. Um, (laughs) But that has helped those headaches a lot. This is a different headache. This is just trash. What if you keep getting these headaches because your brain is just too big for your skull? I do have a very small head and a very misshapen skull, so <laughs> maybe it is. That's a possibility. <laughs> Ask your doctor if your brain is swollen. Um, how are you doing? I'm all right. Um, I have been playing Nurse Nurse Joy um, because my mother got a, to- a tooth extraction, and it's reminding me a lot about um, your experiences. Twins. So. Uh, so I had to, she's had this scheduled for a while, but she, she had to, she had a root canal that failed or something, had to get the whole tooth extracted and they like did some gum planing. They took some, some skin off the roof of her mouth and stuff. So she looked like that she got hit by a truck afterwards. So I've been, I've been uh, feeding her opiates for the past three days and she's been very happy about that. So that's what I've been doing. I've been, you know, around the clock making sure she's you know, in as little pain as possible. She's still in pain, but I can't imagine it without the high-strength ibuprofen and the hydrocodone or whatever. Is so just, been... just a removal, or is it like another one's going to be put in? Or we no, just so she, so she got it. she No, she got it removed, and then they put a post in. Okay, so she's getting an implant. Yeah, so she's, she's going to get an implant eventually. It, I, it, it's going to be a situation like you where, like, she's not going to have a tooth for, like, I don't know, months. Well, yeah, you... It's got to, your bone's got to like heal around the post. You're putting right. a screw in your bone. Honey, screw my bone. So she's looked, she says that she looks like someone from Whoville. Like that's just the way that her face is swel- um, swelled up. My her aunt said that it looks, looks like someone taped it upwards. Yeah, it does. Like, I don't know. Oh it's just how her, her face is swelling up. And, but she, I honestly, I think she looks really cute. I'm not going to, I'm not going to show anyone, obviously. But my aunt, I texted my aunt because she was like, you know, how's how's your mom doing? Whatever. And I sent her a picture and my mom was or and my aunt was like, looks like that she got a botched lip injection. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so today's the third day. Apparently the third day after um, this type of surgery is the worst um, day for the swelling. So she looks like a balloon. But um, yeah, I got her. I got her all drugged up in bed. She's watching like some haunted hotel thing on the Discovery Channel. And she's icing her face. So that's, that's well, my sounds life. like a vibe. I wish Justin, mom would take care of me. Well, that's what I was going to ask is, did Justin play nurse when you were having all of your teeth removed no. out of well, your jaw? There, I didn't feel bad. I came home and I think I went to work like the next day or the day after or something. I didn't have Jesus a swelling Christ. or anything. Well, yeah, I, well, I wasn't getting like a, a gum graft or anything. Yeah, she was getting was a, more a stuff done. Tooth out. Yeah. yeah. Rip the teeth out, stick the post in. Um, he Floppy on the ass. got me home. He made sure I got home. And I think I just went to sleep for the rest of the d- I don't even know if I went to sleep for the rest of the day. I probably had a burger. I don't know. <laughs> it's all a blur. I don't know. 
Who rem- who I, knows? I remember I didn't suffer like at all when I got my wisdom teeth taken out. And then I had another friend who like huge swelled up cheeks, bruising, like, mm-hmm. but I was fine. I'm that's just me though. I'm great. Yeah, you're great. Well, I mean, it's because that your body is already in so much pain that removing things from your body is probably more of a relief than anything. My body likes to my body reserves all the pain for the headaches, mm-hmm. for um the mental anguish. Yeah, the 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 mental torture. Oh that my is god! Every day. Speaking of, this is my favorite thing, but I'm going to talk about it for the next 45 minutes. So let's just start. <laughs> um, you might as well sing. Uh, these are a few of our favorite things. We're five. These minutes are a in. few of our favorite things. Heartstopper. I'm watching it. And oh I wanna, no! Have you seen it? Not. Oh no, Sam. Why are we? This is the best. If this had come out. When I, know. I was in junior thing. high or high school, it would have changed the world for me. It, it honestly its, would have been it's, so fucking good. It's gripping your heart, girl. It's ripping your no, heart. We started it's watching stopping it. your heart. Uh, Justin's birthday was this past weekend, and no, he's birthday. already seen it. Yeah, we went out. We had like a date night. It was cute, whatever. But wow. he, we, I was like, all right, you get to pick what we watch. Because he's and already you have to watched. suffer through it. He's already watched Heartstopper, and I've been wanting to watch it because I had caught parts of it from when he watched it. Mm-hmm. And, like, when I hear teen shows, oh, it's a teen show. Right. It's a show about high school. I think the actors are 25 plus. Right. They're going to no, be the, doing the eight actors balls. Are 35 plus. They're doing eight balls. They're fisting. Right. They're, right. Um, you know, dr- they're driving themselves. Uh, off to cliffs. like off cliffs just mentally and physically just a wreck if you watch like euphoria right. if you I, i've never seen euphoria i've I seen just a trailer or two and that's a few all scenes I, that's all yes, i need to know yeah i was like this is this was not my experience and if it is it's concerning yeah and the eight balls the fisting that's exactly what Heartstopper is it's exactly what you no. were looking for no 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> it is the sweetest. I also read the first volume of the comic as well. Oh, really? Because um, it started as a comic. Like Everyone recently? already knows this because everyone watched it like three months ago when it came out. And I'm just oh, now yeah. watching it. But um, that, that, we're very like that. Like, uh, like uh, we'll get into it way after well, you, everyone's Everyone into gets it. into stuff on their own time. It's just right. on your own time. Right, 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 right. Um, uh, we're, so... I'm prolonging finishing it because, first of all, I know what happens. I already read all the synopses. Second right, she, of all, she's she's in us the Wikipedia. I don't want it to end because I love it so much. It You're makes me simultaneously two, so fucking. There's season two and a season three on the way, but oh, wow. it makes me simultaneously like so happy, and then like the most intense depression spiral I think I've ever had. <laughs> Uh-oh. Because I'm like, this was not my experience. Wow, I could have had a nice experience if kids were protected and if kids were like allowed to be who they are. Right. Like, can we just protect kids? That's the takeaway here. Let kids be who they are and figure things out. Right. I'm so pissed. I love it so much. <laughs> it makes me so mad. And you're it's so perfect. mad. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's exactly what I wanted. So it's about obviously it's about like nerdy boy. Um and star of the rugby team become best friends mm-hmm. and then et cetera et cetera something more and is that not just it's yeah <laughs> is that not just is that not just so okay question for you have had you read the graphic novel like beforehand or were you like reading it in preparation for watching the show no we watched um I think we watched like five episodes this past weekend and because they're short they're like twenty to thirty minutes. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, oh, I'll I'll look at the, I'll check out the comic because I think there's four volumes out with a fifth one coming out next year. And they're very short. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize the comic is essentially a scene by scene. Like the show is essentially scene by scene of the comic. Yeah. Like I heard it's extremely faithful. It looks like to... a storyboard. It looks like the right. comic was a storyboard that was made into the Netflix show. Mm-hmm. Um, with some differences here and there, but uh, it's so sweet and so cute. And there's no like, not that you know, if an eight, if doing eight balls was your high school years, 
Good for you. I mean, good for you. I don't think that's the majority of high schoolers. Life. I love I love how you you say eight ball and I does that refer to cocaine? Is that what I coke just is? found out what an eight ball was? So that's why I was on using stream it. the other day. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I made that metaphor on stream and then I was like, I don't even know what an eight ball is. To me, an eight ball is the thing <laughs> a, that you shake. Yeah, and a it magic tells you the eight ball. <laughs> yeah, that's it tells literally me, it, it tells the me, only please thing. try again. Um, but no, someone in my chat told me it was cocaine. Girl, At 34, you're, you're learning chat. what an eight ball is. That's how much teens aren't doing eight balls. Right, exactly. I mean, I, I mean, are people doing eight balls in euphoria? I don't want to spread I misinformation. Don't. Oh, yeah. I don't want to spread inform- misinformation. Information. But I, I don't. So I've seen clips of euphoria. I don't think it's for me. Um, Do you know well, who watched? I, mean, it, I don't know. Do you know who watched the full, all of the first season of euphoria? And then told your me, mom, my dad. Oh, that's right. <laughs> on his own. And I asked him about it and he was like, I think his response was, I don't know what I think about this. So I don't think he's watched any more, more of it. But like he just voluntarily watched the first season of Euphoria. Honestly, it's one of those situations where if I were to, if, if I were to get into Euphoria, I would probably get into it like everyone else has. But I'm just like, I don't know. Every clip I've seen is what's is her name? Sydney Sweeney. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sydney yeah, yeah. Sweeney, age 24. Yeah. It's her screaming at the top of her lungs and crying like you've never seen anybody cry before. Th- that was my Every high school experience. Every clip I've seen is just <laughs> screaming and crying frantically. And I'm just like, what? I bottled oh it up, sis. The other, Girl. the complete opposite. Bottle that shit up. So apparently the graphic novel, <laughs> the graphic novel for Heartstopper, um, the author started publishing it on Tumblr of all places. Yes, yeah, she had like a Patreon. It was it was like a mini comic that, yeah. She's got some novels too. Let me tell you, I'm about to read it all. So Uh-oh, she's diving up. in. It's too, it's so cute. And it's also fun because just like, me and Justin are basically them 20 years later, 15 years later. Yeah, I can't believe that you were the captain of your rugby team back in high school. It's crazy. Justin played football. I don't, I don't know what to say Justin to played football and I, uh, yeah, I was. Cat food locker. I was awful. <laughs> <laughs> I was awful. Cat oh my locker. God. I'm ready to just, okay, I'm ready for the brain technology where they fully Erase my memories and reinsert. We're planting memories. Yeah, replanting. We're planting memories of what my life could have been. Right. Maybe maybe you'll be less depressed. Um, I think everyone will be less depressed. We don't, let me tell you a little story. Let me tell you nothing's, a story, Sam. Nothing's better than living in a false reality. Let me tell you. Let me tell you a story right now. Um, nobody benefits from remembering high school. <laughs> I mean, let me tell you a story, ex- except for people that peaked in high school, then they're reminiscing. Even them, even they don't benefit from it because they're remembering their peak. Right. That's true. So if we could erase everyone's memory of high school and then just, you know, pump them full of good memories of their childhood. We would. Did you say meatballs? Oh, that's who. <laughs> eight, eight balls. But also oh, eight meatballs. Balls. Pump meatballs, me full of meatballs. Sis. That's Pump what me I full need. of meatballs, sis. <laughs> Stuff my cheeks. I want to put one meatball in each cheek and then have someone slap each cheek. Girl, that's what my mom looks like right now. She looks like she has meatballs in Aww. her cheeks. Um, I uh, can I walk back some things that I just said? Oh yeah, you're I, already. <laughs> we're already retracting. <laughs> Joe's here to issue a retraction. I'm on the Euphoria uh, Netflix. Or on the wiki page right now. Uh oh. Okay, so Joe's learning about back. Euphoria Live. Are there any eight I, balls? I understand that a lot of the topics in it, so it, it lists all of the topics that Euphoria talks about child abuse, infidelity, relapsing, repressed homosexuality, sobriety, human trafficking, domestic violence, and grief. Those are also equally important to talk about. <laughs> Joe's, Joe's here making a retraction. But with my fragile psyche, if I watched Euphoria, the way that I emulate TV shows that I watch, do you know what I would be doing if I watched Euphoria? You would be getting human trafficked. <laughs> I would be. Oh, my God. I would be noon be, on a Tuesday. Yeah. Punching be, someone in a park. 
Right. You no. You would screaming, be you would get, you would get drunk. You would get drunk. Find a Hello Kitty backpack, wear it, and then bust into some random high school and live your high school fantasy in DC. <laughs> That's what and, you would do. And give all the kids eight balls. Right. Only they, magic eight balls. Yeah, you would be throwing magic <laughs> eight balls at children. <laughs> they'd be pulling the fire alarm because <laughs> they didn't know who you were. Who's this sixth grader at high school? Well, you think of, I also think of um, uh, the OC. So oh, the OC yeah. happened oh, when I grew the up. The OC. I, it was definitely a little bit milder. Well, they were getting into shit too, though. It was, yeah, they it were. was a little bit milder than what I've seen on Euphoria. But mm-hmm. it was still, it involved a lot of those things, honestly. And it was unrelatable as fuck. It was right. jarring. Everyone was mid-twenties, you know. Mm-hmm. For me, like my, like my high school drama that I watched, which was, which I watched before high school, before I was in high school, it was probably in middle school, was Degrassi The Next Generation. That's what I was watching. My sister watched The O.C. I watched Degrassi and now all these kids are watching Euphoria. But now some kids are watching Heartstopper, which is probably good. You know, have a little less trauma, a little more lighthearted high school experience. I guess there's room for it all. It's, you know... (sighs) I, you Everyone's know, high school experience is different, but mine was, well, mine wasn't like Heartstopper at all. Heartstopper is what I wish mine was like. That is right, like, right, right, right. oh my God. Yeah. So is it, is it like, it's not necessarily jealousy that you're feeling. Are you feeling envious? Is you're feeling envy? Is that what you're feeling? I'm feeling, um, um, loss, honestly, <laughs> loss. Tragedy. It is loss. It's loss for a childhood I never had and I can never have because I'll right. never be a kid again. Right. You, those years are gone. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely and I've re- I've I've seen other like reviews talking about that, too, for queer people. The right. sense of loving. I love that that exists for kids these days. But oof, I wish I had it, too. Right. Well, it's interesting because the same thing really kind of happened with you know, an older generation looking at like me, like my generation of people even coming out in high school, not necessarily having a boyfriend or like being accepted, but like having the courage or, you know, coming out in high school just as that as a baseline. Right. There are people there are older queer people who are like that would have never happened when I was in high school and I'm envious of you. And so now we've progressed forward to a state where like our generation is envious of, you know, Heartstopper. And not only are kids coming out in high school, but they're, like, living their full-on fantasy and they're, like, having love stories and stuff. Right. Like, our not all of them. Counterparts. That's still not, you know, still not the but, story for a lot of people. No, but, but it, it, it seems it's, tangible yeah. now. Right. That's true. Where it yeah. was unthinkable, really, before. Yeah. It's nice to see. It's nice to live and see progress like get older and see progress and that's nice Mm -hmm. see acceptance yeah because it's interesting because a lot of gay media like (laughs) i hate to say this but like the kids like the kids heart stopper my heart stopper was prayers for bobby with sigourney weaver which i've talked about before it was a one-off show that no one saw but me but it's it like all of the gay media that I was growing up with that was like on TV, it was always a tragedy. Like the gay guy always died at the end. And yeah, like for some I reason, that. like that was always the end goal in all of these stories that involved queer characters. And so now it's so weird for me that like, okay, we have queer kids being totally normal and not fucking getting hit by a bus at the end of the series. And let alone they're, you know, in a love story and it's really cute and nice. And it's not tragic at all. Like, what? My brain can't comprehend that. It still definitely deals with, like, obviously one of the characters coming out. Right, right, um, right. And, yeah, it... Like, there's still struggle, but it, it doesn't show, end yeah, in tragedy. Shows struggles. It shows the struggles, but it's hopeful. Right. Which is nice. Which I'm not used to in queer media. No, me neither. And in fact, my whole life, I've never even had any hope. Girl, look and at you fact, now. You I've have a, never had hope. You have a husband and a son. Yeah, no, it turned out really good for me. Um, but to get here, 
to get to this point and at being at this point and still 34 years old and I think about high school. Right. Still, deal- still dealing with that trauma. Still dealing with trauma, drama, things that like broke my brain. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a lifelong thing at this point. You know, it's something that it sucks. So it here's sucks. a Here's a question for you. I feel like it's it's very common for people to have reoccurring dreams involving high school because high school is a very stressful time in our lives. It's a, you know, we're we're you're slowly turning into the, you know, an adult and there's, you know, trauma and bullshit and blah blah blah. So it's a, you know, unfortunately it's a very formative, that's the word, part of our lives. And so a lot of people, it's very common for people to have reoccurring dreams that surround high school. Me included. My mom still does. She's in her 50s. You know, I I feel like it's very common. Do you ever have reoccurring dreams involving high school? And does it involve like trauma involving your sexuality? Um, yes. Okay. And and but it's not even it. I don't have to be asleep. It does. It's not a dream. It's me going out, going throughout my day. PTSD flashbacks. Yeah, literally trauma flashbacks of like, I remember this kid following me home, threatening to beat me up. Situation. Oh, okay. You know, it's right. those. It's, oh my God. It's, yeah, it's, so no, I don't even, I'm just really special. I don't even have to be asleep to experience nightmares. My right, whole you're, life. <laughs> right. You, the demons follow you while you're awake. Yeah. Love that for yeah. you. Do you have like, sexuality related high school flashbacks or dreams i no not really and i think it's because that i was lucky and i i didn't have i wasn't bullied in high school really like i was in i was very quiet i was in band like i i i came out but i wasn't you know i i don't know i i was very lucky in a sense where i didn't have a lot of like sexual i don't want to say sexual trauma but like trauma involving my sexuality from people around me um, so all of, you know, instead, all of my high school reoccurring dreams are me like it's it's senior year. It's always this. It's always senior year. Um, we're about to graduate and I haven't been going to a class all year <laughs> and I can't graduate because I've been skipping this class all year and I need the credit to graduate. It's always that dream. So I guess instead of someone beating me up in the hallway or someone following me home, it's I can't graduate high school. So for me, it's my intelligence. For you, it's your sexuality. So yeah, I just yeah. <laughs> and it and girl, sucks, maybe I didn't graduate. Better. Maybe maybe my brain is trying to tell me that in the actual reality, I didn't graduate high school. Who knows? Yeah, high school is so weird. For me, it was three years. Like in tenth, mm-hmm. eleventh, and twelfth was high school at my school. Right and. It's like these three weird years where you're not even you yet, but it will fuck you up for the rest of your life. Right. Like seeds are getting planted to turn you're you into you. The, oh, yeah. Your brain you're very is vulnerable. just developed enough. Like middle school. Yeah, I was traumatized there, too, but I don't go back to it because no. like I wasn't even really. I mean, did I was I even conscious? Do you know what I mean? Right. Like I wasn't. I, I feel like I wasn't me I was yet. Conscious. Yeah. Whereas in high school, you're almost you. Not yet, though. Very far. You're, you're premature. But you're a preemie. You, you're going to remember things. Mm-hmm. You're at the point where you're going to remember things. Yeah, and things that are happening um, are going to affect you in the future. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess that's everything. I mean. Anyway. I'm glad, so uh, I, I, the thing is, is I think that your um, complicated and conflicted feelings about Heartstopper is I don't think you're alone. I think a oh, lot no, no. of it's a lot of people shared. have talked about this of like, you know, I I love this, but I like I feel shitty. Like I feel envious of that that these kids are able to experience this and this would have never been a glimmer in my eye when I were when I was their age. And that fucking that makes me feel terrible. <laughs> like I feel like it's a very common thing that people have talked about while watching heartstopper and something also completely unrelated but very interesting is apparently i haven't i know who the two main characters in heartstopper look like but apparently 
they look pretty much spitting image of how they look like in the graphic novel. Apparently, like they the two actors that they found are yeah. like v- like extremely similar to how they're drawn, which is like incredible that they found actors that were you know exactly like that. That's amazing. Yeah. Well. Yeah. What other feelings yeah. do you have about Heartstopper? Well, I don't know. That's it. I have some articles about. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> are you sure you want to move on? You you sound like you have some some feelings. Well, I I, I guess my question is obviously. That was your experience in high school. Like, what was Justin's experience in high school? I don't know. Well, we joke about... So Justin's nine years older than me. Um, Yeah, I I know a little bit about Justin's experience. Also not out. It's his... That's his story to tell. I don't don't know if, you know... Get him on the podcast. Yeah, sure. He can tell a story. That's fine. We can can, uh, unload that trauma together. Um, But, yeah, it's... um, I think he and I had different experiences. Um, pro- I mean, yeah, I don't know. That's it. That's for his to tell, probably. So um, I, I'm I'm assuming that a lot of our listeners who you know are involved in queer history or, or queer media in general have know what Heartstopper is and ho- and or have seen it or read the graphic novel. So I'm curious. You know, let us know in the you know Patreon comments or whatever what your experience watching Heartstopper or reading the graphic novels was and if you have like are your feelings similar to Joe's because I haven't seen it yet I know all about it because everyone in my circle has you know watched it and and raved about it obviously but yeah I'm just curious if if people are I don't want to necessarily say have like conflicted feelings but because that makes it seem like that Heartstopper is like it was bad no it's not it's just that it makes you feel a lot of things I guess for a lot of people. So I'm curious if other people are having the the same reaction that listen to our podcast. So Yeah, tell Sam, don't tell me. Yeah, don't tell Joe Joe's already dealing with, with I'm a lot. dealing with it already. So just <laughs> pass that on to Sam. <laughs> Slip him a note. I'm curious. I'm, I'm curious, girl. I well, I've read a lot of reviews and there are a lot of older queer people who seem to feel very similarly. Um but also happy. Right. I'm trying to feel just the happy part. And it's then I'll unpack though. the rest in therapy. Yeah, know. girl. This could be, this is a good opening door to like, maybe oh my God. talk about all this shit in therapy and like tackle some of it. I wonder how many like um, gay therapists, my I've got a gay therapist, um, have had to um, deal with openings like, Ugh, so I've been watching Heartstopper and... And then they get Dot, the book out. out. That's <laughs> the like, jumping okay, off point. Yep. Yeah. Step one. Let's let's go. Let's start this. I've let's start already, dealing with this shit. We've already been. We're we're like at least knee deep in my high school experience in therapy. We got there sidetracked go. by other drama. So oh, yeah. we'll get back That's there. therapy, girl. That's therapy. Well, let me tell you about something else. <laughs> Great segue. Yes. Let, please tell me about something else, Joe. So this is on the BBC, which is British, which is where Hot Heartstopper is. So that, does that mean that you have to read this article in a British accent? Absolutely not. <laughs> um, so a, a Holocaust activist has spoken at her own funeral. She's what? dead, by the way. Okay, okay. so Marina Smith uh, took questions and answered them at her funeral via technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, she died in June, aged 87. Her son apparently has like a video firm, video technology firm. Mm-hmm. And um, essentially, it sounds like they were able to, like there was a, a, a TV screen with her on it and um, they made a conversational video. Interesting. So, um, she recorded all of these answers while she was still alive. But uh, from what it sounds like, it made it look like she was um listening to you and then responding. It didn't like chop up her answers to make its own AI answers. It was just like it played her answers essentially. So it's basically pre-recorded answers. But it seems like they're stitched together. So it seems like. Um, you can actually talk and the person looks like they're listening and replying. So were people, 
Yeah. So were, were people like asking the screen at her funeral questions? Um, I and then she was replying, no... or was this like a like here's a here's a Q and A we did in the past, and we're just playing it. So uh, something blah 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 is very meaningful. Uh, blah 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 blah. As they answer, have a conversation as if they were there. They'll answer you. I don't know. I don't. I mean, it sounds I like they're having no a conversation as said. if as if they were there. That sounds creepy, but also cool. Well, we recently talked about um, Alexa using dead people's voices. Oh right, know. Alexa, yes. read to me. Dead grandma, read to me. You know, <laughs> etc. <laughs> now, oh, so they were talking about this in. Um, Documenting your life on a continuous basis, the article says, suggesting you could like speak to your 18-year-old self when you're 50 or mm. introduce your children to your 16-year-old self. Right. That's a that's a no for me, dog. That's an absolute <laughs> <laughs> that's a erase I don't want, those little turds. We just I don't got want, done I talking about me. those turds in high school. Erase mm-hmm. them. Right. Wipe them off the planet. Don't no no no. We want to replace those memories. We don't want to bring them up again. Right. Very um, uh, eternal spotlight or, or eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Just uh erase here's what that I shit. at my funeral. Mm-hmm. So I don't care what happens to my body. I guess the cheapest option is cremation, unless there's something where you can just throw it outside. That's fine too. But like in the dumpster like, outside your apartment? Yeah, I really don't care. <laughs> um <laughs> cremation, probably the most probably the cheapest and most legal option. So here's what I want. Instead of this camera, whatever, I'm not going to be recording answers. Um, I want to be fully rigged up, ventriloquist, animatronic style. Mm -hmm. Put stick that Alexa in my throat, Mm -hmm. having it with talking with my voice. And I want to be so. This is happening at the crematorium, by the way. My body's propped up on the little shelf that slides into the fire. Right, the oven's on. The oven's on. Everyone's gathered around. They get to ask me my last questions. <laughs> before Alexa you get, says, before you get rolled into the oven. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Alexa says whatever the fuck she wants using my voice. I don't uh-huh. give a shit. I'm dead. I'm and gonna, then, I'm, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to be there and I'm going to use the Alexa in your throat to order more paper towels off of Amazon.com. That's totally fine. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm gone, and I do not give a fuck. And then what happens is. Um, they turn on the fire behind me mm-hmm. and there are two red LEDs in my eyes and those turn on and then, and then it starts, the Alexa starts cackling in my voice mm-hmm. and it's slow and my body's slowly, slowly pushed into the flames. Right. This is very much a, uh, I'm, I'm imagining a, uh, Five Nights at Freddy, Freddy Fazbear, haunted animatronic Chuck E. Cheese sort of situation here. Skin's um, falling off. I don't really yeah, care if you preserve falling me off. because you're going to burn me anyway. Don't waste your money like pumping Bald. me full of aspartame or whatever. Aspartame? Girl, I'm not filling you full of Diet Coke. Jesus. Oh, my God. I went to a restaurant this weekend and I ordered a Coke and they gave me a Diet Coke. That is my one treat in like two months. Wow. Complete and, week ruined. And I, well, and I was like, I don't really... First of all, I don't really care. I'm not going to complain to a waiter about anything. And oh, so, me either. They could shit in my food and I'd be like, this is great. Thank you. I was like, maybe they just, you know, filled it wrong. I got a refill. They brought me a refill. It was still Diet Coke. So they just must have thought I said Diet Coke. Mm. Well, they saw a gay twink and they were like, mm, they probably met. I Diet know. Coke. Right. I want mm. the good. I want the sugar. I want I'm that. The, I, sugar I need the shit. sugars. I need the sugars. So anyway, um, what it now? If you had like a question and would you have any sort of question and answer at your funeral? God, no. Via technology? No, my my funeral isn't a fucking seminar. Like, what are you talking about? No, absolutely not. Yeah, this is not a conversation. Yeah, we're we're not we're not arguing about me being dead. Okay, I'm dead. That's 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 it. However, I have thought about potentially um uh, like doing an audio recording that they play at the funeral, and I just say like, "Hello, if you're listening to this, I'm dead." Like that sort of thing. I thought that would be well. Fun. That's kind of what this is, except it's rigged up to right pull out the answers. You know, pull no go scroll to the clip. You know, my, edit. mine would just be a statement being like, "Hello, if you're listening to this, I'm dead. Fuck all of you. Please burn my body and continue on with your lives. Goodbye." <laughs> 
Like it would just be it would be a one sided conversation with with the the you know twos of fives of people that have showed up to my funeral. Um, but no, I I there's a um there's a large um area of land in Bozeman, Montana, which is where my mom's from. And it is uh, an area where you can legally compost your body. So essentially what they do is they wrap your, like, they don't embalm you or whatever. You aren't full of any chemicals, but they literally just wrap you in a biodegradable shroud and they just dump you into a hole and they cover you with dirt. That's what I want. I just, I want to decompose. I want all of the, you know, worms to eat my eyeballs and I just want to, you know, go back into the earth. I feel like that's the that's the way for me. I understand you wanting to get cremated because you're Oh, I don't you know, want to get cremated. I well, want what's ever cheapest and what's ever more efficient for whoever is dealing with it after I'm dead. I would prefer to just be thrown out in the woods, but I feel like you got <laughs> someone's going to have to hire an Uber. We live in DC. Someone's going to have to hire expensive. an Uber. You're going to have to you're go to Virginia or Maryland. It's going to yeah. be yeah. You have to find a woods to dump you in. So whatever's cheapest. That's what I want. Well, I just imagine you with the, you know, animatronic style getting um, rolled into the, um, the uh, crematorium. Crema- yeah. What is that thing? It's like, the, the furnace. The, uh, the furnace. Yeah. Or whatever. I just I, I like that for you because it's like you you came into this world um, from the fiery depths of hell and you're you're getting taken out. Of this world in the fiery depths of hell. It's a very, it's a cyclical, it's very comforting for me knowing that is going to or potentially might happen for you. I just don't want to, uh oh, we're getting real at the gig. Uh oh. I just don't want to feel, I just don't want to die in pain. Oh yeah, me too, girl. That's like the number one thing. Like shoot me up full of fucking morphine. Like I do well, not, or just I don't want to know I'm there. Just right. pull away the shroud. Just, whoosh, I'm gone. Yeah. Pull the plug. I don't, I don't need the drama. That's the only thing I'm thinking I'm scared about with death. I saw there's some quote, probably some famous person said it. I don't mm-hmm. know. That's like we are we are it something about like we are something having a human experience. We're mm. I don't want to say souls. It probably is souls, but I don't really believe in souls. We are something having a human experience. And let me tell you, yeah, these bodies yeah. suck. Well, yeah, and I've I've talked about this with like my sister and my folks and and all the same. Like, I think one of my biggest fears is being kept alive. Um, oh, when I brain don't in want a jar. Yeah, brain in a jar, vegetable. Like that is a huge fear of mine. But also on the on the same sort of end is like me being kept alive, but I'm still conscious. But I'm I'm I've lost my ability to advocate for myself. And like wanting to die, but like people are keeping me alive against my will. Like that is that scares the shit out of me. Well, do you have a do not resuscitate? Uh, not currently because I am only twenty eight. But you know, I I have uh I have a a document with like my wishes of like if you know if I am... typed in Comic Sans. Yeah, no, it's it's typed in uh papyrus wingdings actually. <laughs> Wingdings, you Wing have dings. to translate it. But no, I have a, a thing in my in my wishes saying that if I, you know, do become a vegetable or whatever, if I become a, a carrot, please do not keep me alive. And I'm also an organ donor as well. So like, please harvest me, girl. Donate my body. What about you? Do you have like a? I'm assuming you have a DNR. You're just waiting to go. No, I don't. I don't know. Justin can deal with. I think he knows basically what to do. He throw knows you, to pull throw the you plug. in the dumpster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he pull knows plug, to pull girl. the plug. I think we're. Pull I'm very plug. loosely tethered to this right. realm. Right. So, how would we get here? Oh yeah, dead person talking at their funeral. Don't make me do things after I die. Right, girl. I've already put in enough effort. Let me rest. Girl, let me rest. Oh, wasn't there this like? It might have been a Reddit writing prompt, but it was something like, um. So you die, but then you're still around as long as people remember you and say your name. Like every time someone says your name, it adds like another couple years to your afterlife. Interesting. And so, you know, like Cleopatra, um, Julius Caesar, mm-hmm. they're still there because Ronald people Reagan talk about them. But it's like someone may have written about like you're just some flop, but like. <laughs> 
something <laughs> happened to you, and so your name get, keeps getting said, and you're just and waiting around. And you just want to go. You just yeah, want to leave. Yeah, you just want to fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> Ronald Reagan. That's why I keep saying his name, so he's, he's, he can't... He can't leave. He can't rest. He can't rest. You know what rest. you did, Reagan. Reagan, you, you know You fucking know what you did, Reagan. Yeah. And Nixon. Fuck them both. Jesus Christ. Well, yeah, most, most of them. <laughs> Except for the one. Wasn't there one that died in the tub? Um, Tubman. Harry. Sure. Harriet Harry Tubman. <laughs> <laughs> That's why that they why called her. She's Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman because she died in the tub. I don't think that's I have right. no idea. Well, she would have been a better president than probably most of them. <laughs> Girl, I'd I know for her. a fact. I'm writing her in. Anyway. Um, interesting writing prompt. I mean, I, I couldn't do that just because I can't write, but I, I like thinking about it. I, I was thinking the other day, we are getting real at the gig today. God damn I was it. thinking like, so I went to school for creative writing. I always wanted to write. Went through trauma, stopped writing. You know, still wish I were. Um, and I... And I think one of the main reasons is like, I want to leave something. Mm, just something like a, leave that a legacy says, or just some scream into the void that's like, this is who I was. I was here. I was here, which mm-hmm. is stupid and which is selfish or whatever. But I feel, like I, a lot, like, I feel like that's like an innate thing that a lot of people feel. And then they have babies and you're like, that wasn't it. That's yeah, not no, what we meant. not that. That's that not wasn't the project. You missed no. the prompt. Yeah, that's not the um, prompt. I, and then I was like, wait a minute. I make over 300 videos a year um, that are out there. But then mm-hmm. I also, something that is really revealing. I mean, we're um, we're eight years into this fucking podcast where we have talked about our lives for an hour for eight fucking years Isn't so far. Crazy There's about, about to be 400 episodes of this. <laughs> this is a legacy. That, and that's true. Well, here's the great thing about it. So you can't get you. You don't really get full of yourself if you don't get famous. And we're not shit. We never, you know, it never. We're still nobody. It's great. So we're literally just two gays who have been talking about our life experiences for eight years. And that's it. That's it. Someday, maybe someone will listen to this and they'll be like, what the fuck is this? That's what who that that's. Yeah. Yeah. We fucking recorded on January 6th when the sirens were outside. Right. With the bombs bursting in air gave yeah. truth through the night that our flag was the words to that. turned upside down and, and getting stomped on by crazy people. Yeah. Girl, we've been there. We've, we've been to the trenches, girl. And by trenches, do I you mean in any, our seats. Do you have any feelings like that? <sighs> leaving something? Mm, I don't know. Like, in, in terms of leaving something, like, I guess I do, but it's more like projects that I do. Like for instance, I've, you know, I I have had this project that I've worked on for about a year so far and I'm scanning, I'm digitizing all of the my my mom's mom, my grandma, all of her photo albums. She has like fucking 35 of them. And it's a huge laborious task. But like that's how I want my legacy is like I did this for people down the line so it's easier for them to view these memories and they know that I put the work in to do this for them like i don't know who's going to want to look at these later on but like you know when my sister has kids or whatever and she you know and they go to some website where all this shit is hosted like they'll remember like oh gay uncle sam did this before he got hit by that bus in norway isn't that nice like that's that's kind of how i feel like i'm putting my legacy out there definitely not this podcast apparently but um i'm glad you feel that way I'm glad that I'm glad that this is important to you. It really makes really makes my. Day. I don't even own copies of any of the episodes. No, I've never don't. downloaded this podcast before. Right. You don't. The thing is, is we don't <laughs> shit where we eat, girl. Girl, I don't even listen to podcasts. <laughs> we don't shit. I've where never we eat. heard of one. But that's the thing. It's like all of our, you know, as long as your videos are still on that YouTube server, like they're there. Yeah. Like someone that's has true. to take the server out. I don't you know? have copies. Yeah, I don't. As that's long as too many gigabytes. That's that's crazy, girl. But the thing is, is all of our podcast episodes are hosted on SoundCloud and we have to pay a yearly fee. However, I have every episode on a server, both here in um, my parents' house and at my sister's house. I have copies. So I need girl, I need them. Even no girl. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah, I want them. And I'll, I'll put them on a 
I'll put them on a um I'll on a DVD. A DVD. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go buy a DVD burner, Sam. I'll go put them oh on my DVD. God. And then you just hide them in little places in DC. Oh my god! And people are like, "What the fuck is this bootleg bullshit?" I hate that. I'll have to look up and see. Because, like, I mean, I have all of the project files. I have all of our, our raw audio. I have all of our cleaned up audio. I have all the published episodes. Oh, we don't I need the raw All stuff. that shit. But, um, but you I'm have curious. all of it from, like, the old episodes? The I raw data? all of it. Why? I've, I've kept after, all of I, it. After I edit me and Justin's podcast, I, I only keep the MP3. Right. It makes sense, though. I don't know why, because I'm a data hoarder. And I have the space. That's wild. Um, do you know how much space it takes? A lot. All of that data. 1.3 terabytes of data. Oh my I God. Have involving this podcast. Girl, submit it to the Library of Congress. <laughs> girl. Girl, it's a time capsule. I have my own time capsule. Eight years, girl. Stick that in the Library of Congress. I wonder Library if someone Congress. is just like, oh my God, there is going to be no shortage of information like we think about the 1910s and we're and you see like a black and white photo and you're like i guess they were that right let me tell you in a hundred years they will have a no shortage of shit that we've been doing there's gonna right. be audio video too much probably fucking holograms someone punching somebody you know porn. it's pornography porn pornography Imagine. there will be I'm... no shortage of bullshit for people to sift through I think I'm, that would can, make me, I, I don't know, we don't, how would you react if you had that sort of shit to look through for people from like 1890, 1900? I, would, I wouldn't. I'd be like, okay, that's great. And then I'd move on with my day. I would, I'd be like, that's too much. I'm not sifting through that. That's someone else's yeah, job. Yeah. Someone would need to curate it. But can you imagine in like a hundred years, someone's on the equivalent of Pornhub in a hundred years and there's a category called vintage pornography and it's like, it's like porn from people's only fans in 2020 oh, and that's wow. vintage it's like vintage fart. porn jar fart fart jars oh yeah one man one jar mr ham no, selling the farts in the jars oh yeah didn't amaranth do that Someone i have that. no idea who did that i have no idea who did that well multiple people have probably done it um sounds like that needs to be a, a thing a new patreon tier yeah i'm, I'm not really into it personally i haven't been farting a lot lately Let's move on to cheese this week. It's cheese of the week. <laughs> um, oh, okay. So I've been playing this game. Uh-oh. Um, Cult of the Lamb. It's been very popular recently. Yes, it just came everywhere. out recently. Just would came you, out like a week or two ago. Would you explain to me what it is? Because yeah. I've seen it, but I don't know anything about it. And I don't know how it works. It's basically like Animal Crossing if it were, if you're the point of Animal Crossing was to build a cult. Essentially, oh, you are this little cute lamb and you've been sacrificed, but then the person you worship is like, you got back there, you kick their asses and you steal their followers. So you come back to life, you kill everybody and you gain followers. And then you have to build like, you have to make sure your followers are fed. You have mm -hmm. to make sure they worship you. Um, you can sacrifice them, I believe. I haven't sacrificed any yet. Um, you have to clean up their poop. What? Yeah, you <laughs> clean up. You gotta take care of your followers so they'll worship you. Um, and then, so like half of it is like a build, a camp building. You're building your base, a base mm -hmm. building game. And then the other half is kind of like a, kind of like a dungeon mm -hmm. crawler. You go and you go to the next level. You gather more resources, gather more followers and then you go back to your base and you use those resources and take care of your followers. Interesting. So it's like a it's like a half you know, like you're playing a it's like a half god simulator, half like like Tamagashi in the sense where you have to clean up poop. Yeah, but I but yeah, it's not as like base bone bare bones as a Tamagotchi. Yeah, it's more you complicated know, it's, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a whole lot of things you do with your base. You build buildings um stuff like that the the combat is very simple too it's one button like slash and then mm -hmm. you get a you have a curse that you can use so it's it's all very simple but it's very fun and just very like like it's weird to say about a game where like you're running a cult it's just very cute and very like calm hmm 
it's just nice. It's nice to just sit down and play. It's it's not like um, y- it's not hard. Okay. Also, it's like randomly generated. Like every time you play, you're given a different weapon. Oh. The dungeon looks. The dungeon layouts are different. Stuff like that. Interesting. So it's a new experience every time. You get to name your cultists. Ooh, what are your cultists' name? Oh, we've got Brenty. We've oh, got Fussy. One is called Dental Implant. <laughs> um, She's really I've hitting it on the nose, it. isn't she? One of them's just called The Chat. It's based on my Twitch chat. Just sacrifice the um, chat, please. Sacrifice the chat. So yeah, that's my cheese this week. It is a video game that I have found to be very fun and relaxing, and I have been streaming it, and I will be streaming more of it. Nice. Um, I, Here's a question involving video games. Is there a game that you... I guess it's... Uh, your answer to this question is probably going to be Splatoon 3. But is there a game that you have been waiting for to come out for a while that you're excited for? Yeah, probably only Splatoon 3. Well, Nothing and Bayonetta else? 3. Oh, yeah. When's, when's she coming out? I have no idea. At, Who knows? I At one point, I had it pre-ordered for so long. Because they, they, what, they announced it five years ago or something? I, I had know. it pre-ordered for so long, Amazon canceled everyone's pre-orders so sad they were like we're not sure this is happening hmm. and now i think you can pre-order it because it's back on the books but it's back back to happening back to happening so i would yeah probably that not arms too uh, yeah i don't, I hope they make well arms too that'd be fun arms two leg day right it just legs just legs um one that i've been waiting for for a long time ever since i heard about it is a game called the outbound ghost have you heard of this no um i think that they announced it a couple years ago but essentially what it is is it is a spiritual successor to paper mario and paper mario the thousand year door um where like all of the and you you play a ghost essentially but it's it's very much emulating the art style and the the gameplay mechanics of the first two paper mario games which were like Mm. they're cult classics people love them and a big complaint about the paper mario series as it went forward past those two games is they changed the mechanics in a way that people didn't like and so there's this indie dev um who started making this game that uh, to be essentially a spiritual successor to the first two paper mario games and they've been posting more and more about it um in the past couple years and it looks like that it's I think they said that they're going to release it this year in 2022. So it's called The Outbound Ghost, and it looks so fucking cute. Um, And it looks like everything that I want in a uh, Paper Mario-style RPG sort of game. So I've been been waiting very patiently for this to come out. And they keep, like, posting teasers of gameplay and videos and stuff. And it's just, it's getting me all hyped up. So that's that's mine. Yeah, if you're interested in that sort of game, you can can look it up. It, It looks... Very much my cup of tea. Absolutely. It Look says initial release date, July 12th, 2021. Yeah, that's not right. I think that it was that was the initial release date, and then they obviously pushed mm. it forward for a couple years. It is, definitely oh, yeah. has not come out yet. Yeah, on Steam now, it says 2022. Just 2022 at some point. Yeah, I have so it on So maybe wish this list. year. Hopefully. Um, in completely unrelated news, but it does involve cheese. Did you see that Papa John's is creating a new pizza without a crust? That's not pizza. They're calling it Papa Bowls. Is it a bowl? Yeah, it it looks like it looks like a takeout container, but it just has like pizza toppings in it. Like, what are you doing? Oh, that's kind of like the the burrito bowls at Chipotle or something. Oh, I that's guess. like the pizza version. But it's like I don't I don't know if I wanted a. If I wanted to eat just a bunch of pepperoni and cheese, I would just... First of all, I would order a calzone. Second of all, I could just buy some pepperoni and cheese and melt it in the microwave. Yeah, this doesn't look good. I'm looking at pictures. That doesn't look but, good. But also, like, Papa Bowls, girl? Mm-mm. It's just toppings in a box? It's they literally have... toppings in a box. Why? That's not it. That was never it. That's and not the I... part of the pizza that we... Wanted. No, girl, I want a good crust, girl. I, I wanted that stuffed crust. I don't think Papa John's has the stuffed crust. That's a Pizza Hut thing. But Papa John's pizza is not good. We have to stop pretending. It's it's bottom of the tiers for me. We should do we should do a tier list of all of the fast food pizza chains. I could do that easy. Yeah, 
Yeah. Little Caesars I, and Papa John's are bottom of the barrel for me. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is I would I would put Papa John's low, and then I would put Little Caesars above Papa John's. Papa John's reminds me of like bad gas station pizza. Ooh, like a Sabaro sort of situation. No, Sabaro's is good. Sabaro's really is top tier. <laughs> I think you're gonna have some people riled up about that. I, we never had Sabaro because I live in the middle of nowhere, so I never really oh no experienced no, 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 no. Sabaro. That's a real Italian cooking or that's whatever. A, that's it a mama. Was. The, the mama mia. That's, that's a mama spicy. mia. That's, that's Mario. Mario right that's authentic that's Italian. A, like Mario and Luigi. Mario. Mario and Luigi. Anyway, did you have but a cheese? Was that your cheese? My cheese this week is this horrendous Papa John's pizza bowl without the crust. And also, I don't know, video games or whatever. The the, the outbound ghost or I don't know. Okay. Would, would Domino's be top tier for you? Yeah, Domino's and Pizza Hut really do it right. Mm, but like which one is one and which one's two? Um, I'd probably say Domino's is one for me. Wow. I haven't had like pizza from a like a major like fast pizza joint in such a long time. Every time we get pizza here, we go to like our this like little local place. So yes, I need to none of them are a first choice. It's no, 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 no. It's like once every four to six months. And it's like when because they get it here fast. We have a Papa John's that'll get it here in like 10 minutes or not a Papa John's. No, we have a Domino's. No, that'll get it here in like 10 minutes. Right. They live on the Sometimes first floor. Sometimes you need that. And it's cheap. Right. Oh, God. And Domino's has... I, I really like their thin crust pizza. It's so thin. Yeah, it's good. <sighs> but the thing is, it's like when I was when I was a youngin, they had that like $10 pizza box deal at fucking Pizza Hut where you get like a whole pizza and breadsticks and fucking oh, cinnamon I know. sticks. Yeah. It's all in a box. goddamn dollars. And I would gobble that shit up and then I'd feel like garbage for at least a week. God, it was great. They probably still have that. I loved being in my early 20s and eating that every fucking day and just Just eating ass, eating ass, girl. eating it every fucking day and gobbling up pretty okay. Yeah, feeling fine. And now it's like if I don't have vegetable a day, my body quits. Oh, my God. I got to go eat some carrots after this. (laughs) I really do. I mean, it's at that point. I got to do something. And but I'm pooping fine. It's not that there's anything wrong going on in me. It's just that I have not eaten a vegetable in a long time. Girl, I I uh, blanched a shit ton of green beans to make that green bean Caesar salad that I'm obsessed with. And blanched green beans stay crisp and not they don't go bad like in your fridge for, I don't know, up to five days. And then you can just munch on those crispy ass crunchy green beans. That and they're a delicious snack. Good. They're fucking good. So I didn't know. I didn't realize that you could blanch them in bulk and they would keep well in the fridge. So that's a new discovery for me. So that's what I'm trying to say. Okay, let's do favorite things. Oh, what's your favorite thing? These are a few of our favorite things. I'm not even going to talk about it. It's Heartstopper. I said it <laughs> earlier and that's it. That's all you need to know. I love it. And and I've just been in a hole this whole week from it. You've it's just a, it's completely derailed my life. Yeah, I feel like that's that's how you know that it really hits you. It com- As... has completely derailed my life mm-hmm. at age yeah. 34. Yeah, I feel like that happens. Girl, that has happened to me. Like I, I don't know. There's there's very few TV shows that derail me like that. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sometimes they do. And it's like a great but also awful feeling because you feel like irreparably damaged after you're done watching it in a way. Well, but I then, felt like, like that beforehand. Well, but right. It, but like more yeah. damaged for you. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. But like you always you always come out of the other end fine. You know, you feel like that you're going to be shit forever. Um, what are some other TV shows that you remember that like have hit you hard and that you feel you feel a lot afterwards? Are there any other things that you can think of off the top of your head that have made you feel that way? Well, the OC definitely influenced me a lot in high school. I mm-hmm. will say The Hills. Wow. It really hit you? <laughs> it hit you like a train <laughs> at the end? No, probably not The Hills. It's mostly movies that do that to me. I don't really watch TV shows like that. So mm-hmm. um, Lost in Translation, which I don't know if it's aged well or is, is problematic, but Lost in Translation hit me um, mm-hmm. just as like a loner kind of person. Right. Um, oh, there is a movie called Map of the Sounds of Tokyo, which, um, is also kind of lonery. I don't want, I don't want to 
say that it's been relatable because it's about a hit woman and she that's falls you. in love with the guy she's supposed to be killing. Um, that's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Are th- what are yours? Well, for me, like, I don't know. The number one thing at the top of my head was how I felt at the end of watching Avatar The Last Airbender when I watched it. It was like it was a pivotal cartoon that shaped me and a lot of my friends growing up. Um, And I feel like I feel like TV shows and cartoons that have lasted a a few seasons and have, you know, really built a, a web of a story. I know that a lot of people felt a lot of feelings of the end of like adventure time because that lasted steven a long universe. time steven universe made me feel that way at the end of that um but no yeah i feel like yeah steven universe definitely made me feel that way avatar the last airbender is the first one that comes to mind um but what about the avatar movie by in my Shyamalan? oh honey i use that to wipe my ass that's what the, i do the dvd of it to wipe yeah. your ass yeah i use it as like as like a as like a window scraper only it's on my hole we could say, you know, we could have said pizza cutter. It's round. Oh, yeah. Pizza cutter. I, I use that to cut my pizzas. No, I use it to get my poop the right shape. So I press the DVD up against my hole so it only mm-hmm. comes out. It's like a sausage. Right. Like It's like a... Through the like, hole in the, the middle. Right. It's like a Play-Doh set. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that the old pipes in the building can flush it. There you go. It has or, to be a, cer- no, no, no. a certain diameter. Then I get a spindle and I wind it up. And I use it for fishing. Oh, it's very resourceful of you. Well, I've never watched uh, Avatar, the car, the cartoon. I need to. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing is, is I don't know if it would. It's one of those things where I have wa- I've rewatched it as an adult. Um, and I feel like that it definitely still sticks with me. But I don't know if that's just because of nostalgia. Like, I don't know how it would affect someone who's an adult that it's their first time watching it. I feel like that it wouldn't hit you nearly as hard as it like hit people who were younger watching it. But I, I, I feel like that it still uh, it still holds up. Definitely. When did it come out? It doesn't seem so. 2000. Oh, 2005. OK, wow. I yeah. was still in high school. Oh, interesting. What do you mean? Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. It, I, I didn't realize that you were uh, so young. Yeah, some of us. Well, if you looked at me, some of us took care of our skin. Well, some of us are flaking like reptiles because the tretinoin is digging deep, girl. Have you ever not dove into the deep end immediately? Um, I don't know. It feels like a pot calling the kettle black here in this situation. <laughs> how's, how's your skateboard? Your skateboarding going? First of all, it's longboarding and pinboarding. Oh. I never did skateboarding. Okay. What about your accordion? No, I'm going to sell that. <laughs> I need to sell that. Oh my god! Okay, so good favorite thing. Um, my What's favorite, your favorite thing, is, thing? It's it's very quick this week. It's a nerdy thing. Um, so something that I discovered this past week, I was doing some computer maintenance, and one thing that has annoyed me to the ends of the earth and back is when you need to like reformat a USB thumb drive to reinstall Windows or something, or you you have to re- reformat a thumb drive because you need to put like a mem- memory test for your RAM because you're not sure that your RAM's running well. And so you have to, every time you need to put a new program on your um, your thumb drive to boot off of, you have to reformat it over and over and over. Well, there's a solution for that, and it's called Ventoy, V-E-N-T-O-Y. And essentially all you have to do is you reformat your thumb drive once And then you drag and drop ISO images just into a folder on your thumb drive. And then you just have a list of things to boot off of at your boot menu. And it's such a time saver, especially for someone who, like, I have a thumb drive that I want to have a Windows 10 installation, a Windows 11 installation, and then, like, a rescue image to, like, test the hardware on something. And instead of having three thumb drives that have each of those on there, I have one thumb drive that has all three of those ISO images on there. And then I can just choose at the boot menu which one I want to boot off of. So I had no idea this existed. V-E-N-T-O-Y. It's open source software. You can download it and just reformat any um, USB thumb drive and then just drag shit into it. And it's such a time saver. And then also on that sense, there's a fork of this called Medicat. M-E-D-I-C-A-T. And it um, uses this software and it adds a bunch of rescue tools, um, all in an all-in-one rescue tool, sort of Swiss army knife for PC diagnostics. And it's very, very good as well. Yeah, Ventoy and Medicat 
are two tools that I discovered recently, and they definitely are going to come in handy um, when I work on computers in the future. So there you go. That's my favorite thing. Nerdy shit. Well, thank you. Gay shit and nerdy shit. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I was having to do a lot of... um, I don't remember what I was doing with my computer, but it was... I was having to do a boot something. That's You're the booting. story. You're That's giving it. it the boot, girl. I'm giving you the boot. We gotta go. Um, yeah. I'm gonna go <laughs> take care of this headache. <laughs> Joe's um, gonna go shove his uh his brain down the toilet. Yeah, I am. Good favorite things, though. Good week. Good favorite things. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, sure. If you are listening to this, it means you clicked on it. And thank you. <laughs> and also... <laughs> And that was that a mistake? Who knows? That's not our cross to bear. It's yours. Thank you for clicking it. And thank you for listening. Um, we will be back next week with a regular episode as well. Next week, we will also have a bonus episode for the Patreon patrons. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going on our Patreon, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex S. Alexander P. Amy T. Andrew G. Andrew P. Ben B. Brian H. Carolyn A. Chad D. Chris C. Chris M. Dallas E. David M. Deron C. Devin B. Devoy C. Edward P. Emily H. Helena B. Javier. J L. Jess L. Johnny B. Julian S. Keith G. Kylon C. Lindsay C. Martin D. Maddie S. Montez B. Naomi D. Nick I. Rose G. Scott A. Chantal A. Shereya S. Soyzilla. Sylvie C. Tom I. William W. Xavier D. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The, the Show! Show.